0: Welcome to the seventh episode of Story of My Life, the podcast that asks guests over 70 how they came to be who they are and where they are. I'm Lindsay Alexander, and I do the asking. Story of My Life aims to introduce you to all kinds of people who have lived a lot and share a lot. This very special episode is part one of a series on Lam Lowe, our guest. I believe one of the best gifts a person can give is to truly listen to another, so thank you for tuning in and for listening.
1: Okay. My name is Lam Loh, born in uh, China.
0: I visited Mr. and Mrs. Lowe's house in St. Louis on a bitter cold January day. My friend Kelsey Ronan joined me to take notes while I recorded. The Lowe's invited us to their kitchen table, which they had covered in peanut butter wafers, small chocolates, and candies. Green tea was flowing. You can hear Mrs. Lowe working in the kitchen. You can hear us unwrapping candies, accepting more tea, thumping the table with our hands when we laugh. This warmth and comfort seem a part of the Lowe household. But it comes after years of struggle, work, and migration— And after meeting Lam, I imagine many laughs, too. I invite you to grab a snack, pour yourself a warm drink, and imagine you're there with us. Though Lam speaks in Cantonese, a language I'm ignorant of, I can tell he's a great storyteller, hands illustrating and punctuating, eyebrows lifting up high, complete with sound effects. His friend of more than 30 years, Pat Tan, joins us as a translator. I would guess Pat might add or omit, as he sees fit, both what gets lost in translation and the intimate knowledge of a decades-old friend. Today marks part one of a series about Lamb, who has been a refugee, a soldier, a reporter, an acupuncturist, a parent, an immigrant, a cook, an orderly, a grandparent. I hope his spirit is as contagious as his laughter, but somehow I suspect it's harder won. Lam was born in 1934 in a town in South China on the border of Northern Vietnam. I asked him about his childhood.
1: 安宁呢?安宁,安宁 holiday, eh? in the difficult
2: time you know that we have that's pat's voice some kind of food that usually as you know the chinese people usually their daily food is the rice you mm-hmm. know but we only eat rice when it's new year the whole year round we eat sweet potatoes mm-hmm. uh, and when we have some rice we mix the potato with some rice something like that
3: mm-hmm.
2: That is the most
0: difficult time. In the face of this hardship, Lam taught himself to read and write. Yet his father, a gambler, would cause more trouble for Lam and his family.
1: You said, my father? hmm. Hmm. 哎,要好, man,要好, man,
3: 燒肉啊,
1: mm-hmm. 和燒鴨啊, mm-hmm. 清牙, mm-hmm.
2: my father was uh, from a very rich and decent family and he was well educated yeah but he just crazy about grambling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and one day when i came, i remember that he came home with uh Carrying some uh, food you know like a roast duck and roast pork oh,
1: wow.
3: and
1: things like that mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my mother asked him, you said you were broke how <laughs> how could you have all
2: this food that they are expensive <laughs> If I uh, uh, already promised somebody i sell
1: my son to them so I get the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, not only
2: me, my brother and my sister were also sold.
0: At the same time, <laughs> no time mm-hmm. not, not right. the same time you know, right.
2: different time whenever you know <laughs> uh, whenever he spoke then he just sold their children
0: Wait, who
2: is he selling them to my baby indian <laughs> for the, those rich people
1: you know
0: mm-hmm. like as a servant yeah
1: come up come thank you my in law <laughs> oh I mm-hmm. when, when
2: I was told that I was already sold to somebody, so uh, my sister, you know, older sister, mm-hmm. took me to uh, that city called mongkai that is uh the city next to uh the Vietnam. Vietnam. Border. But it's still mm. in China. Yeah, still okay. in China.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and we just get away. We run away. Just it's Yeah.
2: So so I I'm uh glad that I ran fast enough, you know. <laughs> So I won't be so.
0: <laughs> the father's betrayal of his son, after already having sold two of his other children, was a burden too great to bear for Lam's mother. Lam's last name is Lo. His biological father's name is Wong. As it so happened, Mr. Wong was acquaintances with a Mr. Lo. Mr. Lo could see Mr. Wong's mistreatment of his family he could see how unhappy his wife, a good wife, was. Mr. Low's affection for Mr. Wong's wife grew as his respect for Mr. Wong waned. After Lam had escaped with his sister, Mr. Low approached Mrs. Wong. He confessed his feelings. He said they should run away together with her one remaining child, Lam's brother. And, he said, they must leave that night. So in the middle of the night Mr. Low, Mrs. Wong and her son left behind the life they knew. They reconnected with Lam and raised him. They moved to Vietnam. They had two daughters together. Lam Wong became Lam Low. When he refers to his parents throughout the rest of the episode, he's talking about the Lows. To hear how this more than 70-year-old love triangle was uncovered, sign up for our newsletter at storyofmylifepod.com but it wasn't just mr wong's behavior or his parents love story that dictated lam's circumstances life family drama included always plays out in context lam was born in 1934 shifting geopolitics pressured lam's family the whole first half of his life this put him on the move very early I'm Chinese.
1: I'm a Chinese. I was born in Donghang, Guangdong province, China. Because of the
2: Chinese and the Japanese at war at that
1: time. That's 沒煩食, 同時的生命啊, 都是很渺茫, 隨時都會死, 因為, and it was in a terrible situation
2: that people have no food and people is in danger of being
1: killed anytime. yapunga
3: yeah.
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
2: He said at that time and he can see you know, lots of Japanese bombers bombing in the city
1: that he
0: lived
1: in. And how old were you at that time? between 7 or 8 years ago. Oh okay, really small. Mm-hmm. So, 咁所以更加曾經啊,我個媽媽同我爸爸 就ตาย了。離hoi di go中果。So my parents took me
2: across uh, the border to Vietnam, leaving China.
1: Mm-hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because of
2: crossing the border between China and Vietnam, there was a bridge. All the people can go over the bridge and over to uh, Vietnam. And at that time, the Japanese troop was occupying Vietnam too.
0: Japan invaded Vietnam in 1940, so it's likely that Lam's family moved to Vietnam sometime in the early 1940s.
1: 幹嘛你可成影? 你剛我這簡單的講一下嘛。OK,好多的我不需要繼續,對啊。我就要就就我讀到那個 okay. yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. 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 In oh.
2: short, he arrived in Vietnam. The first city is it, it, it called Hai Phong. That was a harbor
1: in the North Vietnam. Mm. The thought yeah. actually, we yeah.
2: He thought he would get a better life in that uh, new city, but uh, it was not the truth. You know, uh, it, it's still no food, uh, you know, the shortage. You know of everything.
0: And were the, sorry for my ignorance, but were the Japanese seeking out um, Chinese in northern Vietnam because there were so many people migrating as well, or were yeah. th- okay?
2: Yes, right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that time the the Japanese took over Hong Kong too, Hong Kong and uh, yeah.
0: Japanese forces attacked Hong Kong on December 8, 1941, only hours after their attack on Pearl Harbor. They occupied Hong Kong from Christmas Day,
1: 1941,
3: until
1: the end of World War II. Hong you know. <laughs> 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 The
3: capital
1: city of North Vietnam was
2: uh, uh called uh Hanoi and uh, the second largest city is Haiphong. And most part of in North Vietnam was uh, also con- under the control of the Japanese. So, and they control all the food. They can give you food or not. It's, it's up to them. Sometimes they even dump the food in, in the river, in the water, and don't let you get uh, people you know, have those food. Yeah.
1: They want you to die of hunger. Yeah. 这个阶段,我们过了一个很痛苦,很凄凉的,但是已经过了,一直这样支持到,我现在就是简单,支持到日本投降。Okay,
2: <音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音> so they left their life in misery until the Japanese surrendered, you know, in 1945, I guess. Mm-hmm. <音>
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he thought the war is over now, you know.
2: He thought the war is <laughs> over now, but later the French troops
1: came over to
2: occupy that
1: area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. because at
2: that time Vietnam is under you know the uh, the French, uh you know colonization, you know, so they are a colony of France. So when the Japanese defeat the French troop and they took over North Vietnam. But now they surrender and the French people back to
1: Vietnam, to the North Vietnam. You know. so mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. At
2: that time, that's the start and now the war.
0: To oversimplify, this war was between the French and the Viet Minh. It's known in America as the First Indochina War.
1: So, you have to go to
2: I so now
1: 在美國.
2: another
1: new country is interfere in Vietnam. You know, who who, who are they all? <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: American. American. cho to đi the
3: uh
2: so he said that, uh, while well, at that time, that actually, uh, you know, there was the war that between the, uh, the Viet Cong and the French soldiers. Mm-hmm.
0: Another oversimplification on my part. In 1954, at the end of the First Indochina War, the Viet Minh, communists, came to be known as Viet Cong.
2: The Viet Cong defeat the French troops And then they have, uh, you know, uh, agreement that they divided, split the North and South Vietnam. The North will belong to the communists. The South will belong to the uh, national, you know, country. You know, like a a new government for both of them, right? They give the choice to the Vietnamese people. Uh, If you like communists, you can stay in the North. If you, you want to, uh, you, if you don't like communists, you can go down the south of Vietnam. So at that time, they, they have the choice.
1: 因為,為什麼這麼多人走去西貢? Mm-hmm. 因為美國老港,所有一切的那些繩子的飛機,總之你喜歡西貢,全部免費。
2: okay at that time um, you have the choice whether you want to stay in the north or, the, or move to the south mm-hmm. and the American government provide the facilities you know they send their uh, boats, ship, warships and things like that if you want to move to the south they can uh, you know, transport all these people to the south without charge free you? of charge
1: as in China 젝트有派大 同在一起, 離西局,
2: the, the Vietnamese, um, you know, communist government tried to uh, persuade me to stay mm. in the North Vietnam, but I couldn't believe them, so I moved to the South by myself.
1: Mm. All by yourself? By myself. He was, uh, I was single at that time. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I have the parents and two
2: sisters stayed in the north. Oh. So I moved to the south by myself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So once you decided to move the south, were you ever able to see your parents and sisters? Or was it...
3: No,
2: no. You how to see your
1: parents I haven't said that. Yes. No. Uh-huh. So, uh, I
3: was
1: here to I
2: remember that was a very huge ship. It it can almost hold
1: 8000 people, I'm sure. Wow. <laughs> ah, yeah. When
2: whenever I walk out the door of that cabin, I couldn't find my way back. <laughs> <It's> too huge.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. You know that
3: the,
2: uh, the capital of uh, South Vietnam is the Ho, uh, uh, Saigon at that time, they call it. Um, he, he, when he arrived at the, the seaport of uh, Saigon, he was given uh, 400 uh, $700.
1: You know,
3: as
1: a, a living expense, mm-hmm. something like that. on, a a
0: before he left for South Vietnam, Lam had been working as a reporter at a news agency.
2: When I arrived, I have still worked in a, a news agency. And with the, uh, 50 50 workers, co-workers, you know, at that time. And uh, the temporary we live in, are in the campus of a school, uh, in the tanks, you know. But uh, my boss told me that uh, in about a month, they, we will start, you know, our usual work, you know, like uh, the newspaper, uh, publishing work, mm-hmm. then going to start one
1: month later. 我以為啊,啊,我翻了啊哈。嗯。so uh, the
2: new, the news agency was in very difficulty. They they are on the, the on the brink of bankruptcy. Well, the, the boss said that he could only provide one month's uh, salary of food, and then uh, we have to you know say goodbye to all you guys.
3: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was so
2: worried because, uh, the, uh you know, the no news point. agency was out of business now yeah. because of the, the strong competition with the local newspapers,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: he said, uh, well, i um, walk all day long you know around the the
1: the city in order to find a job. ho yeah. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, before i worked for a uh, newspaper i was
2: uh, studying medicine uh, you
1: know acupuncture gam mm. xong <coughs> 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 Mm. 是啊, 是... oh, okay well you
3: know
2: there was uh, one day that uh, i walked to a herb or drug store you know this is chinese sized herbs you know mm. And uh, uh, the, a man come up, he's the boss of the store, okay? And he asked me if I could like work in the store.
0: Lam had simply got into the drugstore because he wasn't feeling well, but he got into a conversation with the owner who said he would introduce him to a friend who also owned a drugstore, and maybe he would be able to get a job.
1: So uh, when well,
3: yeah.
1: yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. 這樣, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: So, when the first time, when I first I met my new boss at mm-hmm. that drug store, and he offered me 300 you know, for a month salary. Three hundred a month salary. I I, I thought to myself, if, if he just provide me with food, I would work for him, you know, not even <laughs> you know, talk about salary. But in the future I marry his daughter. My wife said, what what are making going but at that time I just met her father not her
1: Come chỗ á có thế có sài gòn à sài gòn á sài gòn có có
3: đó
1: how do
3: you The when
1: you I'm right? i you, and then when the situation is getting
2: better, and then more, uh, you know, the newspaper uh, opening up, and they asked me to, you know, to go back to work there. But at that time, you know, my new boss likes me so much that he, you know, give me a pay raise every month, you know, wow. from 300 to 800
0: <laughs> Whoa! Yeah.
2: And because I knew acupuncture and I knew medicine, that is, uh, you know, very... Advantages for for the drugstore, you know, with the, someone who has the knowledge. You so know.
0: you knew acupuncture, but he did it, so it was a value that you.
1: Yeah. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we talk about the side effects, my mother was a Hmm. Ten years. Oh, huh. Ten
3: years. Hmm. Hmm. I've seen many diseases.
1: Hmm. Doctors, just. 都不好.
2: well uh, my mother-in-law at that time she had uh, a disease uh, like a allergy to a sinus you know mm-hmm. like on his on her nose, mm-hmm. and uh, for 11 years, you know she' have suffering from that uh, allergy of uh, her nose
1: uh, sinus allergy. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh, and uh, one day he saw that uh, she's suffering, you know, having a very hard time. And he says, Let me try, see if I can do acupuncture for you. Maybe it's going to work, going to help, you know. But she's doubts about it. i so it's been 11 years, you know, and
1: nothing could help. Just one time. One time. Acupuncture. And
2: it's gone. The allergies just once?
1: Yeah, just once. Wow. Uh-huh.
2: In St. Louis, in the, in the between the, among the friends and the relatives, uh, I have a lot of people you know, to get rid of their (laughs) diseases. Oh, yeah,
0: allergies uh, are bad here.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) The drugstore was on a busy street in the Chaolong area of then Saigon, where a large population of Chinese people live. At the drugstore, Lam would diagnose patients, prescribe herbs, and do acupuncture. The living quarters for the family were at the back of the store. This is how Lam met Anne. They were married in 1966 and had three sons. I ask... What attracted him to
2: Anne? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, uh, when he started, uh, I started to work in, um, in the drugstore of my uh, 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 father-in-law. That is the time I first met her, you know. And then I don't know whether she chased after me or I chased <laughs> after her. <laughs> in
0: 1967, Lam joined the American Special Forces, working with the Military Assistance Command Vietnam, MACVY.
1: So, Thank you.
2: for seven years that uh, I worked for that uh, special forces yeah. do you know Mac V? and he he get paid by that agency okay. uh, the organization. Uh, he he doesn't get paid from the uh, South Vietnam government
1: okay mm-hmm cau uh, mm. uh, 19, 19... Mm-hmm. cau mm-hmm. yeah. uh, no, mm-hmm. in uh,
2: 1975 on
1: april 29, uh, 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 uh,
3: 29
1: ma mm-hmm. uh, so uh,
3: yeah
1: mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I uh, so wow, the chin the a Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the twenty
2: ninth of April, uh, I was off duty, and I saw a lot of people rush to the American Embassy because the, 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 there was a evacuation going on. There were helicopters uh, flying around in the sky, uh, pick up, you know, people from the embassy. Uh, I, I guess there was, all, uh, there was American personnel or the uh, South Vietnamese officials, you know, was picked up by the helicopter, flew out to, uh, I think, the, the, the high sea, you know, there to, uh, you know, to land on those um, American warships. So that is was evacuation going on at that time.
0: So you see all these people fleeing, and it's your day off. What did you
2: do? I I'm at home.
1: I am That day, I chị nóอยากจะ về căng á chứ mà về căng á chứ hô chi noอยากจะ chu lục ma viêm cho tôi xa toi mà điem điểm thì thi
2: on a nice trip and then the next day
1: i took off you know back home on mà 30,
2: mm-hmm. 4,
1: mm-hmm. the thirtieth of uh, April. Come on, my And uh,
2: the next day, on the thirtieth of April, I dressed up, put back on my uh, dress in my uniform and going back to my camp you know the, oh. the military camp where i worked
0: but everything had changed
1: uh-huh. uh, 上教一下, when
2: I saw there were still uh, uh, several soldiers in the camp.
1: Okay. Uh, a, they are my men. They are my man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I was a squad leader. This this man was in confusion. They don't know what to do. They, they, they just saw me and asked me
1: what to do. Oh, what and they, they, I couldn't find my
2: boss. So maybe he was picked up by the helicopter. He was <laughs> running away. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: So I pick up a phone at the camp and call the headquarters, and
2: they said. Nobody here now, and the, the Cong, the communist forces were in the presidential palace. So, what are
1: you doing here now? <laughs> uh, so, I,
2: I told all those flymen that we have to take off our all uniform, lay down our weapons, and then uh, we we gonna see what to do.
1: Come come no, come My my universe goes
2: so close to that presidential palace so uh, so I told them, lay down all your weapons, you know, take off all your clothes, your uniforms, then be, better run away
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: so we will put down everything and just
1: get away mm-hmm.
2: and at that time, I was not I was afraid that. I couldn't, you know, go back to my home
0: immediately.
1: Yeah. And
2: they were at home, your kids and, and your wife. Yeah, my
3: dog.
1: Okay. It was, it was, it was okay. It had, it had okay. It had, it had okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 the drugstore. Okay. was drugstore, 知道嗎? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 因為我一回家, 有時我又換完衣服, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, when he when I work in the drugstore, store, I'm not in my uniform, you know, so I just, you know, see patients, you know, I do uh acupunctures. Then nobody knew that I I was a soldier.
1: i sorry, Give
2: so I went to, uh, to see uh, my wife's sister, because she kept all my uh, documents, you know, all the ID papers, mm-hmm. my training, you know, I had already two sessions of uh, military training, mm-hmm. all those uh, certificates, you know, to prove that I uh, worked for the Americans, I, I burned all,
1: all, all those papers. So, so mm-hmm. um,
2: I, I was hired away in that my sister, uh, wife's sister's house for three days, and I, I then see everything's fine, and I went back to my home to see my wife. Did your wife know that that's where you were? She
1: she scared. Very scared. Mm-hmm.
3: We see.
0: It's May 1975. Lam has set his identity on fire. Literally. He is separated from his wife and children. He's hiding. He's 40 years old. Join us next week for Part 2 in which Lam reinvents himself again.
2: It's for freedom. For freedom that we have to do this. If the light post could run and they will come with us too.
0: Visit storyofmylifepod.com and sign up for our newsletter so you can be sure you don't miss this truly epic episode. Plus, see photos of Lamb, Anne, and their family. Story of My Life is brought to you from beautiful East Tennessee. I hope you've enjoyed it. Do you know, or are you, someone who should be on the show? Shoot us an email at storyofmylifepod at gmail.com. Our music, Don't Be Sour, was written by Ali Arendt and performed by Ali Arendt and Darren Woodleaf. Larry Buchanan designed the Story of My Life logo. Gina Kaysen has provided technical assistance. And a very, very special thanks for this series— To Pat Tan and Alex Lowe. Thanks also to Kelsey Ronan. Good night, Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, okay. He said
2: he tried to tell you, you something funny so uh, we have some interesting <laughs> <laughs> situation <Yeah. laughs>